everyone, welcome to Project Rusty, the show where we take a break from playing video games to play with the news. I am Robert, and I'm joined here by Mike. What's up? And our guest this week, Brennan. Yo. And this week, we're going to take a, a little detour and do something kind of different, just because, I, frankly, I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding, and I feel like it's just a game. It's one of those games that you have to talk about, because it's not universally loved. It's not universally hated. It's in this weird place in the middle where it, it sparks conversation, you know, and I think that'd make a pretty good talking point for today's episode. Uh, what we have set up here is I've been playing a bunch of it. I've got maybe 15, 20 hours in. I believe, Brandon, you've been playing a bit of it as well. Mm, yes, I'm at about, I think, six hours. I think it just hit six. OK, and Mike hasn't touched it yet. Is that correct? Yeah, that is correct. Right. So by the end of this little conversation, we're going to see if we have either convinced Mike to never touch it again or <laughs> to buy it right now. <laughs> so I guess let's let's start off with Brennan. Where are you standing with Death Stranding right now? <laughs> where am I standing with Death Stranding? Um, honestly, I'm enjoying it a lot more than. I thought I was, and a lot more than some other people seem to be having. Um, but, uh, I guess I've, I've been reading a lot about this game, I guess, and that's kind of, I guess, what kind of broke me the other night to finally just do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but like, I've been reading a lot about it, and I don't know, man. I, I think it's I think it's pretty darn good. I think it's as Tim Rogers said, it really is the Gran Turismo of walking simulators. Like there's just there's there is something something about it. And mm. it's kind of like I don't know exactly like what it is. There's just like a lot of a lot of stuff all going on at once and it just kind of works. See, I At least took, for me. Yeah, I took an opposite approach to the game. I I walked in knowing I'd probably hate the gameplay. And I did. I didn't like the gameplay at all. Um <laughs> I here and here's the thing. I like, you know, in-depth racing games. I like, you know, Gran Turismo. I love Forza Horizon. I love the whole like tweaking your car and like messing with the gears and stuff. Uh I don't look at walking that way though. I look at walking like no duh, I can do that. I am blessed with two working legs and I've known how to walk since I was like one or two, you know? So when walking becomes difficult in a video game, I, I kind of really, really hated it. I hated having to (laughs) adjust your straps. And like, if you turn right, you basically need to be drifting in order to not fucking fall over. Like I found found that so annoying and you don't know how many times I have fallen over near, uh, like, things you need to interact with just because I overshoot it while you're running because there's no reliable way to stop. And then <laughs> yeah, I need to turn true. around to face it. And then mid turn, I fucking lose my goddamn balance and then I fall. And it's like, this is, I, come on. It's a lot. You so, know what's weird? Oh, sorry, Mike. Say, so this is a hardcore walking simulator. Extremely. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Dark Souls meets walking. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. like actually. Oh, yeah. And shit. You know, I've seen people describe it as very zen. I, yes, I don't. That's how I would describe it. See, and I very don't. For me, cool. it's like, oh, it's. Annoying. So here's it's funny that you mentioned the falling over, especially like when you're running 
and interacting with things, that's usually when it gets me. But I've yet to fall over. I've, I've maintained my balance this entire, my entire six hours. Hmm. So this, the secret is I just keep my hands on the straps all the time. <laughs> yeah. But then you never run fast. You run slow. That's fine, man. I <laughs> see, see the thing is though, it's like, I feel like reading as much about this game as I did. A lot of the talking points were that it was boring from walking from point A to point B. And I guess part of me like wanted to see the good in that. And the good that I found was if you look at where each of Sam's feet are going step by step, holding your straps, it is like this, the Zen like experience. You know, you're just walking. You were just going one foot at a time, being completely aware of not only your surroundings, but like times a million. You have to be aware of BB. You have to be aware of not only like little rocks that can make you trip, but like, I don't know, water. Um, locations to put signs for to get free likes, man. Come on. You always put them outside the distro centers. It's easy likes. Um, but walking just walking it was very i don't know it was zen like i got i got there were there were times where i was just walking from point a to point b and it was just completely flat and those were the times that i was able to enjoy the scenery you know it was one of those things where like i was like okay the terrain is flat i can actually look at where i'm going and that in a, in a video game was kind of weird i feel like i take looking at the scenery for granted in a lot of games to the point where i don't even do it but in Death Stranding, when I have a free walkway, man, I'm looking at the skies. I'm looking. It, it's so good. I love the walking part, dude. Okay, so you're about to get into a place where there's going to be a lot of, if you do it right, there can be a lot of flat walking space, which I will admit is very nice. And that this is the moment, too, where the game kind of opened up for me and that basically after you get the power skeleton, and walking doesn't feel like a chore anymore. It just kind of feels like, yeah, I'm just walking. You know, I'm just doing what I would do in any other video game. And also in real life, that's when it started to turn for me. And I think it, it helped me realize what Kojima meant with all of his, you know, uh, high, high minded bullshit of Death Stranding is a game about connecting people. Mm, yeah, because. Yes, it, you are literally connecting people in the game, right? Basically, y you just built the internet and you're trying to deliver, you're trying to lay some line down to all these other people and connect them to your internet. Pretty much, right. yeah, that's spot on. Yeah, uh, but in the game itself, like when you start seeing other players like bridges or other players ladders, anchor uh fucking rope things like when you start seeing the paths that they've lain and also just use their paths to get from point a to point b that feels very cool that mm. is like that's me connecting to that person giving them a like and they give me a like for the bridge that i just laid a few hours ago because the thing that i built is now helping the greater death stranding community enjoy death stranding so then it's kind of like the messages in dark souls Right, but actually useful instead of just like chest ahead. Oh, okay. <laughs> there are those uh, too. There's uh, signs. Uh, yeah, there are those. So, so I I want these signs then. I just because I skip all the shit in De in Dark Souls now. I don't even read them anymore. Which is yeah, same random bullshit. 
Right. Uh, the signs are what I like about the signs in Death Stranding is so with Dark Souls, you need to actually like approach the sign and then hit X to like see what the sign says. Right. And then get but, hit by something. Unexpected. Exactly. <laughs> but with Death Stranding, you can see the sign from afar because it just like boops up and it's just like it's a hologram of like someone cheering you on or like <laughs> a, a, an image of someone pissing with an X through them. Say don't pit to don't piss here, I guess. Um so it's all like inherent and you just look at it and you immediately understand what the sign says. And then to bring it one step further, it's not just messages, but straight up actual mechanically usable, feasible structures that can save your ass or make getting to your destination way easier. I'm still getting like likes from one of the ladders that I put down in the beginning. And every time I like boop in, and it just see you've received three thirty-seven likes from this guy, twenty-seven likes from this guy. It's it's like the coolest thing ever. I'm like, wow, I'm helping people, and I'm not actually doing anything, but like I'm helping people. And I think this is one of the one of the reasons that I think that this works so well is that what you're doing in the game, the game, the narrative told by the gameplay is pretty much identical at least for thematically what you're told through the story mm-hmm. connecting people going from place to place you, you do all of that in this game and i feel like there's i mean a lot of games that don't necessarily fit that kind of role like something like red dead where you're you in the narrative you play as an outlaw but you know you could do whatever you can not be an outlaw you can do x you could just run off and go to the side of the map and the gameplay necessarily doesn't dictate what you're doing you know but in death stranding everything that you're doing even like helping other people putting down signs putting down bridges it just feels productive i guess that's just the 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 biggest thing and that that my friend is called ludo narrative harmony which you don't hear as often because usually it's a ludo narrative dissonance is what right, you usually yeah. hear about you know mm. uh, like there you go Bioshock, you learned something new today yeah because bioshock infinite for example is like oh it's this dark gritty world and you're like a weak man in an impo- superimposing you know anti you government that you know you could never topple and then you gun down like hundreds of people alone (laughs) with your weird spinny punch arm thing you know it's like the story doesn't match what you're doing in the game in that but here it's exactly that not only is the story about you connecting people but in the game like the gameplay it's meat and potatoes is very simple you walk and climb you know it's it's there's no real excitement except for the occasional like fights with like the mules and stuff. It's genuine, generally just movement traversal. But the fact that you are connecting with other people and helping them help you and they help you and you help like everyone's helping each other is fascinating to me. Absolutely. It's just so nice seeing a post box nearby that someone just randomly put up like maybe a couple minutes ago and you just picked up a bunch of lost cargo and you're like damn what a coincidence and you just throw all your stuff in there get all these likes and points for doing almost nothing because someone else 
also was probably doing the same thing you did mm-hmm. just 20 minutes before. Yeah, yeah, it's it's a compelling system, honestly. It's something I didn't expect to it like crept up on me how much I started to like it. And then even like just there is like a progression system almost where like the more you do, the more you rank up, the more likes you get, the more likes you can receive, get the more cargo you can hold, the more cargo you can hold without swaying. Like there are even within this simple kind of gameplay loop, there are still like deep like that star system. You know what I'm talking about, right? With how each the miscellaneous delivery time, delivery volume, etc. I was kind of blown away at that at first. And I only want S ranks in every mission from now on because I've only gotten them and I only want to keep getting them. It's such a satisfying thing, even at the end of even at the end of the mission, like getting that that loop of like, oh shit, I did something cool. Here we go, I ranked up. It's still there. Yeah, it's it's really just like I don't know. I, I kind of don't care much about the story of the game anymore, honestly. Like this this experience that I've had, like basically in the area that you're in, Brennan, there, you can eventually build like a giant highway. And it oh, all awesome. Yeah, and it all comes together from everyone that you that everyone else works on it. You know what I mean? Like there's no it would take you forever to build it yourself. Right. But the, the more connections you make in that region, the more the highway becomes built because other people have been contributing to it and you're connecting yourself to the, like, the, the community. And God, like one, it makes it makes the game so much easier to play. Like once it's fully built, you know what I mean? Because you just mm. fucking drive. And oh God, just the, the way that that feels is that I've slogged through so much of your your annoying terrain and can now reap the benefits of this sweet flat road because everyone else has also slogged through your bullshit, Kojima. <laughs> I don't know. That's that's a nice feeling. I think he does. I think it was all intentional. I think I definitely think these first two, three ish um, episodes are intentionally built to kind of like, I don't know, make you not care in the beginning, right? Like you're in a you're just kind of dumped in this post apocalyptic world. It's kind of hard to care about something that's, you know, foobar, right? So yeah. like. I feel like these building, like actually, it sounds so cheesy, but like making these connections and building buildings, building structures that not only you can use for later, but other people, it makes you have some investment in the world, not only in the world itself, but other players. Like whenever I put down a ladder, I'm not only thinking about myself, I'm thinking about literally everybody else and like where it would benefit everyone else. If we put down the ladder, it's just this weird experience to just play a game where I'm not thinking about myself despite playing entirely in my by myself. I don't think yeah, that's it. That's ahead. never really happened too much either, like outside of like MMOs, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. And that's the brilliant thing, too, is that even if you play this game selfishly, like you're eventually going to put down a ladder or you're going to build a bridge like. You just kind of want to and need to like the tools are there. Why not use them? Right. And they're mm, just going right. to benefit you. But then once you connect to the network, it benefits everyone. You know, it's it's a world that really can only exist in this game, which I find so brilliant. I don't I but 
at the end of the day, I, I still can't say like this is a game for everyone. I think it's a game that should be experienced by everyone. But like when you compare it to quote unquote exciting video games, right? Like your Halos, your Call of Duties. Like it, it doesn't quite stack up in the, you know, engagement department, at least, if, you know, for on a surface level. On a surface level? No, I mean. It's I've been reading a lot into this whole fun thing that that was a word that appeared a lot in reviews of Death Stranding that gave it high high scores like nines and tens yet calling it unfun and I couldn't really quite wrap my head around that until until I really experienced it but the first thing that I can equate it to is is a is a horror movie or a horror game especially I feel like not only just in the BT sections, but I guess just in general, right? Where sometimes even walking from point A to point B feels kind of tense. But when you get there, there's that sense of relief, similar to watching a horror movie. Like watching a horror movie to me personally isn't exactly fun, right? It's it's just a little stressful. And then there's some sort of relief for that stress, hopefully, if the movie does its job. Um, or maybe not. Who knows? But what I think Death Stranding does, I think it does that well, just in general. Um, and it's, maybe it's not exactly fun. It's not exciting all the time, but it definitely has its, its, its lulls. And I think that that's people that are looking for something that is exciting all of the time in your face. They won't get that here. They, they won't. Kojima makes you wait. You know, Kojima, I feel like, paces things in a very odd but intentional way for that lull. And some people just, some people just, that's not what they're looking for when they play video games. And that's, you know, not a bad thing. It's not to say that it's, you know, when even when Kojima, I don't know if this is an exact translation. I don't know if we were going to talk about this or not, but when he was mentioning why or kind of rationalizing why Death Stranding got more divisive reviews in America was because it wasn't action focused. It wasn't a first person shooter. Um, and I, my personal experience, I feel like if I were to show my friends from home Death Stranding, they would look at it and go, where are the guns, man? And I would have to say like, oh, you don't get those until like six hours, 12 hours in. They would go, no, thank you. I want the new Call of Duty. Um, so I kind of kind of get that to a point. I feel like it doesn't really have a mass broad appeal. But maybe it's more of like a cult thing, cult fun game. Hmm. I'm not sure. See, I have a different uh, take on because like, I think where Kojima is getting at is maybe not as I mean, yes. Lots of American people play Call of Duty, right? Like, that's just kind of fact, which mm. is not a it's not something I'm proud of, of the industry. But hey, someone's like, you know, there there has to be a marvel of the industry, right? Um, And I think it's more that America tends to be a very individualist culture. You know, it's all about my money, my family, my house, my rules, right? 
Whereas with, I take, for example, Japanese society, right? That's a much more collectivist culture. When one person stands out, everyone else suffers kind of a thing. And I think that part of Death Stranding's appeal hits collectivist cultures more because again with americans it'd be like this is my bridge i built it i'm proud of this bridge and it's for me but to a collectivist culture or someone to a person who was raised in a collectivist culture it's more i built this bridge and i am getting a use out of it but so are all of my fellow death stranding players you know that makes sense that yeah. does make sense yeah that's where i think it's coming from and funnily have- enough Oh, go ahead. Oh, sorry. No, no, no. I, I don't even know what I was going to say. Fair. Uh, funnily enough, I did recently watch The Lighthouse. Did any of you see that that movie? A24? No. Okay, so it's... Uh, I, that movie sparked a huge debate among me and my friends about is cinema fun to watch? Or should cinema be fun to watch, right? Mm-hmm. And this all kind of stemmed from that whole Martin Scorsese op-ed too as well. You know, the one about how Marvel movies are bad for cinema allegedly right mm-hmm. um i think it's it this is where death stranding is kind of it comes up at an opportune time because the way i see it your average game that you would play for fun eg pokemon this weekend right that's your marvel movie death stranding is your lighthouse movie in that it may not necessarily be quote unquote fun or you know engaging from the get-go or anything like that but give it some time and you know and let it marinate and it gives you a lot to think about and talk about you know because whenever i think on discussions of like you know of like past pokemon games for example right like when you ask people oh did you enjoy the game it's usually a pretty short conversation it's like yeah i enjoyed it it was a lot of fun and i like to do this that and that right but and then then that's it yeah, like with those kind of games, whether you like them or hate them, you can kind of point to it and have a two minute discussion about why you like or hate it. And like, that's kind of it. Right. Mm. But with Death Stranding, there's so much to dissect in that there are some things that are that do have a universal appeal, some things that don't and a lot of things in between. So you're saying. Two separate games with two separate purposes, then. Yeah, it like depends on your mood. If you want something to dissect and be intellectually challenged about, Death Stranding might be more up your alley right now. If you're looking for something like you've just had a hard 10-hour work day and you just you've just got home, barely have time to eat dinner and shower and you just have like an hour to play games, maybe that's what Jedi Fallen Order is going to be for you, you know? I mean that that definitely Have you guys seen uh have you guys seen Whiplash? <laughs> yeah. That movie yeah. <laughs> is the definition of not fun. Like, there's no part in that movie that's fun. But it's one of the best movies I think I've ever seen in my life. Mm. Like, I left, I left the theater, like, shaking. Like, I was like, oh my god, that was insane. Brandon, that's because he weren't in his fucking tempo. Yeah, he got his tempo. I'm just getting a chair thrown at you? Oh my god. <laughs> first day of class dodge this motherfucker (laughs) i mean that's the thing with whiplash too right is that it's a movie that makes you think it's not necessarily fun to sit through you know in some ways but at the end of it you know you're gonna have a pretty interesting discussion with your friends about like you know what's the best way to practice any hobby 
is it best to be that rigid and like kind of have an asshole for a coach? Like, does that make you better in the long run? Does the end justify the means, et cetera? Right. Makes sense. Yeah. I think that's where Death Stranding falls too, is that, you know, it's, it sparks a lot of good conversation about Ludo narrative, this, that, and the other, but in, in other ways, it's not necessarily a good game to like kick back and enjoy. No, probably not. Probably not until you are, I'm assuming at the very end and you have the whole highway coast to coast and you can just sit on the bike with your hair in your wind, hair and wind in your hair. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) But that's, you know, that's like 50 to 100 hours in the game. Who's got time for that? So, no, probably not the best sit back and relax game. Right. Like at the end of the day, it's just about kind of what you want to do. Like, I mean, this that can be a very reductive argument that every game is for every person and it just depends on who that person is. Right. But I, I just think that Death Stranding, it it's so odd because it takes so long to become appealing, whereas there are other people. Well, for me, that's what it was for me. But then there are other people who were like you from the get go. You were like, this is it. Yeah. Which is not exactly how I thought it was going to play out, but I'm glad that it did. I'm I'm very happy so far with my purchase. Like in these six hours that I'm talking about, haven't felt really long, which is the craziest thing. Like maybe it's because I'm still shaking, dude. I was playing before and there's a second. I'm still freaking out, man. (laughs) (sighs) All right, so I I want to turn this conversation to Mike real quick. Based on everything we've said so far, how are you feeling about the game? I'm really divisive right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> like, it sounds like an experience I've never had before. Um, but at the same time, it's kind of the question, do I want to have that experience? Because um, I want to watch Lighthouse, but at the same time, do I really want to go sit down and watch that? It does take a lot out of you. The movie yeah, does. I yeah. can tell you that. And I got a feeling that's how Death Stranding will be for me. It's going to be one of those games I'm going to have to play at the opportune moment in my life. Like right now, I would be hating Death Stranding right now. Because um, right now, I want to play something exciting. I want to play something, you know, fuck yeah. Because yeah. I'm getting Pokemon this weekend. But when it releases for PC next summer... Who knows? Maybe, you know, I'll be in the mood for that sort of game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't That's know. I find, yeah, I find it interesting that you, it's hard. It's hard to draw comparisons uh, with like with Death Stranding. Like it's hard to really compare it to other games because even to call it a walking simulator is reductive. Mm-hmm. Right. Is that it, it doesn't really define like, OK, but what is what is it you do? What is the feeling that you get play the game for eight, ten hours? Right. Yeah, it's. I don't know. Walking sounds just too hardcore in this game. <laughs> One foot yeah. at a time, man. <laughs> One foot at a time. Both hands on your straps. You'll never fall. But that's so slow, bro. <laughs> so slow. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, I take even, it all in. Can't even Naruto run with that. Who's got time, man? <laughs> 
That's exactly why you should be moving fast. No, no, <laughs> no. The BTs will catch you that way. You gotta move real slow, hold your breath. Can't, can't rush through life, man. You gotta take it one step at a time. That's what he's trying it. to tell you. Yeah, you gotta enjoy having a baby strapped to your chest. The BB. Yes. I love the BB. BB. Let's you see the BTs so you don't get caught by the BTs with your BB. <laughs> All of that made sense. Like, uh, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like there's, so, there's so much you could describe in Death Stranding that's like, why? You know, the like, first, like 15 minutes felt like an encyclopedia being just thrown in my head. <laughs> like, is, it that, what? is it that every Kojima game, though? Why? Yeah, pretty much. I, Second I mean, floor basement. So, like, sort of, right? But at least with Metal Gear, like, it was rooted enough in reality where it's like, okay, I know what a gun is. I know what a, t- <laughs> I know what a tank is. You know, I've, I've seen a shaman before. I get the mysticism that's happening right now. But this is just like, yeah. Then you PT. Here, for example, you can piss, right? And that's something that people have joked about. Like, oh, cool. Yeah, we can watch Norman Reedus pee. And Dude, that's when, probably the main reason I'll buy this game. But here's the thing. When you when you and enough of your friends and or just strangers on the Internet pee in the same place, enough mushrooms will grow and these mushrooms will spawn flying maggots that you can collect and eat to restore your blood levels. That's what the mushrooms do. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Basically, if you piss enough, you can eat the worms that it spawns to heal yourself. Nice, dude. Your piss can your your piss can do so much. Your, your piss, piss is magic. So your piss is literally magic. It is insane. It okay. becomes a grenade. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my question then is, how much can you piss? How much monster can you make, Norman Reedus? Chug. <laughs> <laughs> he he leaves his private room with a liter of monster. So just if you keep bopping in and out, you're gonna have a lot of monster. You know what I don't understand? Your canteen is supposed to refill when you're walking over running water, right? But the canteen, anytime I hover over it, it says it has monster energy in it. How does water turn into monster? Well, you know how Brita turns dirty water into clean water? <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> There's a complex filtering system going on here. Yeah, it injects <laughs> it with taurine and other monster goodness. <laughs> Oh, I was about to say these activated charcoal and it turns water into monsters. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> I would I would have put it past this fucking game. Kojima has come up with a lot of explanations for the stupidest shit in his games. I still want to know why Die Hard Man's name is Die Hard Man. <laughs> what? Yeah, there's a, there's a die hard man, there's a dead man, and a heart man. <laughs> Those so are the most creative names I've ever heard. Holy shit. Yeah, they're they're kind of the only code names. I guess there's Mama too. Mama's a code name. Mama, yeah. I haven't like met I mean I've seen Mama, but I haven't met Mama. Yeah, I haven't met her yet either. She's pretty Ooh. far in the game from my understanding. Damn. Yeah. And then I'm trying to think of the other dumb. Pe- oh, God. I hate. Okay, hold on. 
I, this was revealed in trailers, but if you don't know, I want to keep your heart pure for when you find this out in the game. Brennan, do you know Amelie's real name? Yes. Uh, America. Her name is fucking America. Wait, 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 wait. Wasn't that her middle name? Yeah, but she goes by Amelie. And it's like, but she's going to be president. I thought president. her name was Samantha. Yeah, it's Samantha America Strand. <laughs> okay, that's the other. Okay, so Strand means like 20 things in this game, and I hate that. What? Oh, what is going on? Wait, well, I'm, I, what? What? <laughs> uh, where did I'm. Oh, mm, so explain yourself. <laughs> I don't understand. <laughs> Okay, what do you need explaining? Because I feel like there are at least four different ways that could go. So wait, so her her name is America. Her real name is America. She goes by Amelie. Mm Mm-hmm. But then what's the Samantha? That's her first name. America's her middle name. And that's her real name. Yeah. Oh. Oh. And then Strand. Okay, so the Strand, I'm not really understanding either. Because... They said Sam was a strand in the very beginning, and he's he's bridges, and, and I don't really know what a strand is. <laughs> and I'm just saying words now, and I don't know what any of them mean <laughs> I in the order that I'm saying them in. Hi, welcome to Kojima's creative process. <laughs> I'm saying words that I don't know what they mean. And they're happening right now. No, like in the game, a strand is a weapon you can use. It's that little like rope that you used to uh, right. hit mules. A strand is the bond you have with other people. And then when you're stranded, you don't have bonds with other people. And when you're stranding, you're washed up on the shore. And it's like there's such a big monologue about that. And I'm like, yo, are you okay, Kojima? But then yeah. what does the name strand mean? You'll find out. Oh my! I will say, bridges is really annoying to me too. I Bridget. hate it. Oh, bridges, bridges or Bridget? All of it, because it comes up so much. You're building bridges to meet other people. Your mom's name is Bridget. Your last name is Bridges, and you join an organization called Bridges. Like, what the fuck? So you get this man a thesaurus. I mean, holy <laughs> shit! There's so much bridge. Now, okay okay i'm gonna i'm gonna read my statement from earlier now i want to play this game just to figure this shit out mm-hmm. that's why i'm playing it i, I don't yep. care about the walking i don't care about the peeing i don't care about helping other people i just want to know what the fuck is going on right now <laughs> oh it's here's another fair. one so sam's full name is sam porter bridges right <laughs> Uh huh. Oh, you can you can also describe him as Sam, a porter who works for Bridges, because he's a <laughs> porter, a delivery man who works for the company known as Bridges. And you can run into other porters in the world who do your job, but you're the only person named Sam Porter Bridges. And later in the game, there's a beer that comes up that's called the Timefall Porter that everyone falls in love with, and I'm like. There's so many other beers, Kojima. Can we just have one thing that isn't like 20 things in this game? It could have just been like the Timefall Stout because it's basically almost the same thing. But it had to be a fucking porter. Oh my god, were well, you telling me that they, they, they don't distill that shit? They don't. 
There's no they, way. They use time fall to do weird shit to it. But it's a porter, and I'm like, come on. <laughs> I like it. I, I'm liking to. it, though. <laughs> I guess they to had to. I don't know. <sighs> Man, I just... This is one of those games that is you could make fun of it and still like it. You can hate it and still at least appreciate what it does or respect it. And I think... I'm I'm slowly understanding with the 10 out of 10 reviews because the way I was approaching this game, I thought the gameplay is so obtuse that the story has to be so good to make up to get it to be a 10 out of 10 for these people. You know what I mean? Because mm. like, even though you're enjoying the game, Brendan, based on what you've played so far, would you could you unequivocally say to every human being you met, hey, this game has 10 out of 10 gameplay? No. Like, yeah. No, hundred percent. Yeah, adamantly no. You're walking, you know, (laughs) like you're walking and holding straps. If you don't have that mindset going in, I feel like you're gonna get bored for sure. Like, right. But then compared to like other ten out of ten games in like recent memory, like GTA Five, Breath of the Wild, you know, like you kind of already get the sense within your first three to four hours of that those games like okay i see why so many people could like this right yeah yeah with death stranding it's not as obvious it's just something that you have to you have to care you have to invest time you have to care it's uh i guess it's i want to say it's very it just kind of reminds me of metal gear solid in a lot of ways in just in a lot of ways, the codec, how this engine is kind of reminiscent of the Fox engine. It, um, it kind of is, yeah. Just the beeps, the boops of the codec, um, the weird naming conventions. Um, Did you catch having the, uh, the Patriots, over? man? The Patriots. <laughs> the Patri- you are a repatriate. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> I hate you. I hate everyone. <laughs> yeah. Did you catch the uh, the game over Easter egg in that early cutscene with yes, uh, Guillermo yeah. del Toro? Yeah. Wait, wait, wait. It... Oh my god! Wait, there was more than one game over reference. No, there just, were two in the same more. scene. It's like he says, "It's game over, man." But then in the background, there's the Metal Gear Solid one or two like logo for the game over screen. Oh, I missed that. Oh, that's fucking hilarious. Yeah, that's cute. I want to find that. Oh. You can probably find it on YouTube. Oh man, yeah, it's uh, and even like, I don't know, even Sam, he's he might not be Snake, he might not be David Hater, but there are times where like even in the private room where like I'm zooping around like looking at him, like when Norman Reedus winks at you. I just have the biggest grin on my face for it's like a good feel. minutes at the time. I'm like, damn, he looked at me like it's <laughs> nice. And he like smells his armpits and points to the shower. I'm like, you got it, boss. Like, yeah, go for it. And since you haven't been swallowed by PTs yet, there is also a way you can do, uh, like when you get swallowed by BTs, you know, you get covered in all that black grime. Mm-hmm. Yeah. go back to a private room covered in that he will like look at you and like be pleading to the screen like please fucking send me to the shower like I, <laughs> I need to get this shit off me <laughs> I really have to take a piss I haven't pissed in like three days <laughs> in three right, whole Sam, days go go Jesus you come out with like 20 grenades 
Yeah. Uh, it's such a weird, weird, weird game. I don't know, it's coming um, out at a good time, too. It's surrounded by a lot of like blockbusters. So it's kind of like a time for it to be out for the people who want to play it and want, want to understand it. I feel it's going to be more of a curiosity than anything. Agreed. Because I, I, I am very curious right now. <laughs> yeah, it's there. There's a lot. I will say so far, it's it's a lonely game. Like there are a lot like we've mentioned a lot of characters like Dead Man, Heart Man, Mama. But like your conversations with them are so few and far between. Like most of the time you're going to be spent like, you know, how do I climb this mountain? How do I get across that river? Mm. Those kind of I'm just going to say, for now on, whenever I go to take a piss, I'm going to call it going to make mushrooms. Going to make mushrooms. <laughs> hey, Mike, where are you going? Uh, I got to go make mushrooms, man. Hey, you know, I got a mushrooms. Yeah. I started calling my dog BB. Oh, no. Like, that's how much, like, that's how much I'm thinking about this game in my off time. Like, <laughs> <sighs> Well, I think that we should probably bring this conversation to a close because I, I think one, we're not equipped to really give it a review score Two, I think it'd be a disservice to give this game a review score at this point, just because one, it's already been done like two weeks ago. And then two, it's just so like this is a game that should be talked about, not just I saw the number. and That's my information on it. You know, it's also a game that I think you should really take your time with. I mean, rush to episode three, but take your time with it just in general you know like would you say it's kind of like the joker then because that's not a movie you should that you need to discuss not review the joker movie yeah i would say so yeah i think yeah i agree because the joker is another hard one to just like give a flat out score to like i really enjoyed it because i'm a joker fanboy but also just in terms of like society themes and how much it kind of makes you really hate U.S. mental health uh, practices. You know, there's there's a lot to dissect in. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think it's a. I guess Death Stranding is an eventual buy for me, just not at the moment. Mm. So I probably will just wait for the PC part. And honestly, I would do. I would be very curious to see like. Because the things you build in the game degrade over time. All the bridges, all the ladders, the roads, all of it. Like, over time, they will eventually die, allegedly. Yeah. Obviously, it's too early for us to see the, the way that pans out. But what's that going to look like in summer 2020? You know what I mean? Ooh. Yeah. So, I don't That's know. That'll crazy. Be, that'll be fun to watch. Fun to see. And we know Kojima Ooh. has uh, Death Stranding 2 in his brain right now, so... Of course, there's got to be a sequel. Yeah. So we'll see what that's going to look like if it comes to fruition at all. If, especially if nobody wants it, he's going to make that sequel. <laughs> I, I think there's enough discussion happening where like, I could see it easily happening if you wanted it to. But uh, yeah, he's I say trying to come bring... up with acronyms and stupid names right now. <laughs> God, Brian, I can't wait. I can't wait about the BT find out. thing. Yeah, I can't wait till you find that out because BT is so stupid. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, uh, listeners, I looked up BT, and yes, it is so fucking stupid. It's so dumb. It's so good. <laughs> but, <laughs> let's bring this to a close. Uh, Brandon, is there anything you want to leave the folks with? Take it one step at a time. 
and rushed to chapter three. Episode three? I don't know. Same. Mike? I mean, just hold on to your straps, man. Apparently that's the way to go. Mm-hmm. Retweet. Uh, I don't know. Just chug it off monster so you piss, I guess. That's what go, I, I want to leave you with. Go make mushrooms. It's bad for your bladder and your colon and all that to not make mushrooms. And then it attracts animals that you can eat for sustenance. Why Beautiful. didn't I know piss was so useful? Mm-hmm. It's magic. Why do you think Bear Grylls <laughs> drinks it all the time? <laughs> the bladder does wonderful things for us. As long as it's sterile and I like the taste. <laughs> Oh, shit. All right. uh, That should bring this episode of Project Rusty to a close. We will be back next week. And until then, see ya.